Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing Iron Fist Season 2, Episode 8, City on the Edge of Vengeance. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh man, this show just jumped the shark to a better pond. <laughs> no? That's, that's, no. That's what that I phrase don't. means, right? No, not at all. I feel like they just fixed the show if they go through with what they just did. Spoiler alert for episode eight. Uh, Crap, Citadel on the Edge of Vengeance. Ah, City on the City. Edge of Forever? Is that it? No, I don't think so. Um, so... It's on the edge of the shark. They, if they make Colleen the Iron Fist, <laughs> I will be Ooh. so on board with this show. Um, honestly, they're doing a great job. They've like, they've acknowledged the problem, which is that when they started talking about it this episode, they finally had the conversation of like, what is, what is driving you? What is driving you, Iron Fist? Like they asked him straight up, and he admitted up till now it's just been power. All I've sought is power. And yep. that is exactly our problem with this show up until now is we haven't had a main character to root for. But, and I don't, I don't think this was the original plan for this show. I, I don't. But if they make Colleen the Iron Fist and this show is just called Iron, continues to be called Iron Fist, but Colleen is the main character because she always has been the one I'm rooting for, like it will be an amazing backdoor to making this show great. <laughs> The show's already great. Mm, the show's good. It was shitty, so it is averaging out pretty good. And if 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 they do that, this show could continue on in a from a place of real strength. <laughs> it would be one of those shows. It'd be one of those shows where, like, four seasons in, you're like, okay, I know that the first season's real bad. Yeah, that's exactly. But just it. grit your teeth. You gotta, you gotta grit your teeth and get through that first season because that the last six are gr- wonderful. Um, right. Get through the first season and a half, and, you, and you're great. Like this, that could be the path of the show, which would make me really excited. Now, they didn't do what Davos says to do. They did not win the battle before it began, but they're adapting, and it could be wonderful from here on out. Um, that is all I want to see. All I want to see is I want to see Danny, you know, like give his life to sit to, to beat Davos and give Iron <laughs> Give the give the Iron Fist to Colleen. I, I slipped in the give his life thing. <laughs> you just you really want Danny to go away. I I'm, I, I I think am, you're going to be disappointed. I am totally fine if he sticks around as a stay at home boyfriend uh, that just like makes <laughs> throws pasta at the wall and makes makes food for Colleen while while Colleen cooks is, meatballs on the stove. It just it's time. And this show has been so female based this season like a lot of the directors and writers have been women that I've been looking up and a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of the uh, the characters the best characters have been female and I and I I'm excited to see where they go this could be like another Jessica Jones like a backdoor female led badass uh, you know show I just am excited I'm excited daughters of the dragon daughters of the dragon call but yeah, just make it, and she's, and she could be. I don't know. I don't know why they. Call, I don't. I don't know why they're called Daughters of the Dragon. Why are they called Daughters of the Dragon in the comics? That's that's because they both have such crazy mastery of Asian martial arts. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes. They're uh, they're 
like their investigation company is uh, Nightwing. I think it's like Nightwing Restorations or something like that. Okay. Uh, but weird. Yeah. Well, it's Misty Knight and Colleen Wing, so they're Nightwing. Oh yeah, that sounds like a Batman ripoff. Yeah, they spelled it exactly the same. It's that's, hilarious. That's real funny. Uh, okay, cool. Well, uh, let's let's let's. I just want to watch more. Can we watch more yet? Okay, no, no, we've no, only we got... been talking for less than five minutes. I know, but I'm. You should just be happy. I'm excited. <laughs> I am happy that you're excited, I'm but we got to talk about so this, man. Okay. Davos showed his crazy. That that is true. Davos did show his crazy. Well, he showed his. I don't even know if I'd say crazy. He showed his. He killed um, an innocent man. He did, but. He showed his uh, fanaticism. He is yeah, believing. Okay. He showed his zealousy. He, yeah, he, he is a his he, he is believing himself his own uh, like. He's drinking his own Kool Aid. That's that's see that's what I was trying to avoid. I almost believe his own <laughs> hype, but that's not. He's believing his own doctrine over everything else. Um, he's he's made up his own doctrine for what the Iron Fist is and does, and now he is exercising that in a way that is completely wrong like he he straight up killed and then he's taught his zealots his like acolytes in such a bad way that he he's he's taught them to kill innocents as well um so that's pretty crazy even even their own even their own even they're one of their good friends they're like murdered they just murdered b no they didn't murder bb they murdered one of the other ones bb is the one that's still alive right yeah, BB's the one that was locked up in the box and then found mm-hmm. the bowl. And so so it does look like Joy is actually helping. Um yeah. helping <laughs> helping Danny team team Danny. Yeah, uh, she's being real subtle about it. Like so subtle that I'm just like, "Are you actually helping? Like what are you actually I think she's, doing?" She's just been trying to get in good with Davos so that she could uh get in and find this bowl cuz she knows that's what they need. Yeah, um, she's doing a real good job. Yeah, she fooled us all. Um <laughs> Uh, she fooled all the Jeffs. Um, yep. <laughs> Every Jeff out there. <laughs> um, no, I, I really, really am just excited about this now. Um, Ward buys flowers, and you said he left them in the florist when we were off yeah. cast. I didn't notice well, that. Uh, he asked for flowers that say, sorry, I was the asshole that knocked you up and then fell off the wagon right yeah. in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a good. That's the line. best message. That's, I really like the way he lives his life. Um, it's just it's it's. It, I don't like the way he lives his life in reality. I like the way the character is, and I like the way that the show portrays him because he is a he's an alcoholic. He's a self absorbed rich kid who is unapologetic about the fact that he like uh, he he. he thinks he owns everything so he like he goes into that room and he doesn't say i need to i need some apology flowers or whatever he says he say lays out the whole thing because he's like this person obviously cares what i think like this person (laughs) needs to hear about my life um and in most cases that's not the case uh so i thought that was kind of he just walks around putting his issues in in every in front of everyone kind of (laughs) yeah because he because he's so self-involved um and I like I like him as a character a lot. Yep, I like that. Uh, you know, like his way of saying that reminds me a lot of a cake that I had heard about uh, being ordered at Publix by one of my friends who works at a Publix, and uh, it was it was a cake that like the way that they had ordered it was just to have text on the cake that says "Sorry, I peed on you," <laughs> and it's like yeah. 
Okay. Wow. That, that that's a you need a cake to say that. You need I, a cake to say sorry I peed on you. I would expect a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a towel. That, um, is, that is wonderful. Yeah, towels. Yeah. Towels having that. Uh, actually, that's a better thing. Get a get towels. Uh, have that like blazoned across the front of them. <laughs> yeah, just get an embroidered towel. Embroidered. That's like, what I was looking for. Like, can I have a towel that's not monogrammed, but one that says "Sorry, I peed on you"? Yeah, I like that. Because <laughs> then you know it's dual purpose. It says yeah. "I'm sorry," and it also shows that you're willing to help clean up, and that's important. Yeah, totally. So what else happened this episode that we want to want to touch on before we get? It? I feel like Colleen possibly taking on the mantle is like all everything. Like that's all I want to talk about. That's everything for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I mean, not much else happened. We didn't really get to see uh, any Misty Knight. She just kind of disappeared, mm-hmm. and Davos showed his crazy. Joy got a little closer to getting the bowl, um, and kind of a little bit closer to maybe getting herself put on the list as if that matters. Yeah. That guy th- like threatened to m- put her on the list. And I was like, Davos knows her. He's not going to believe she <laughs> was part of the triad. Like, what are you, what are you trying to say? Like that Davos is just blindly following your list. He kind of is, but like he knows joy. You can't just put joy's name on the list and be like trick <laughs> Davos into murdering her. <laughs> like that's <laughs> it's like, it's a really uh, weird scene. Davos is just a computer at this point. He reads the list and is just like, "Yeah, well, uh, there we go. That's the one that has to die now." Like I could see if I could see them going that way with this storyline, where like that guy is using the immortal weapon in his own for his own purposes. But like so far, we haven't really seen a a, a thing of that. Including Davos said this episode. We talked about it in an earlier episode, but Davos said uh, this episode. He said, um, "You have murdered." many of your foes but you've also had me murder many of your allies like i don't trust you at all i will never trust you you know like yeah. that's but you are trusting him you're actively trusting him to give you all this information right like yeah. you're you're acting on his intel yeah that's so weird. there's at least a modicum of trust involved yeah, for sure yeah oh and mary mary oh yeah. mary mary quite contrary yeah <laughs> Mary thanked her her Mary thanked Walker for getting her out of that hole I love in that. Sokovia. I love and that. then it turns out that Walker has no recollection of doing that. Uh-huh. So there's a third personality in there that's just fucking crazy. Sounds like it. Third personality that has some crazy violent tendencies it looks like. Yep. Uh, so that's exciting. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but the doctor that she went to is the one that Danny was locked up with in episode two of the first season. Okay. I didn't notice that. That's neat. Yeah. That's the same head shrink that uh, that tried to tell him that he's not Danny Rand. Yeah, that's right. Like, tied him to the bed and drugged him up and everything. Anyway. Um, so Mary, Mary having her, like, her thing is kind of great and then she's getting ward to like to to look up her past and pull her non-redacted files hmm. like that's exciting that's really exciting that we're we're fully fleshing out mary and that she has this this like tortured past where like you know at first it was like yeah okay she's the thing that you know she's got her thing 
whatever. Neat. Moving on. She's fun to watch. Moving on. But now, like, I want to know. I want to know about that backstory. Like, give me it. Yeah. Or eat it up. Yeah, I'm I'm, lo- I'm loving that they're giving the backstory. They have they have played her out in a really interesting way. Like, I I care about both of her personalities and what ends up happening to them. Like, right? and that's that's pretty cool. And now there's a third personality that seems like. Uh, she might be bad for both of them, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. And then, like, what if her two personalities have to work together to try to stop the third one? Yeah. She's just such a, she's such an X factor, because she, she, anytime she's on a scene, it could end up being any of them. Yeah. Um, well, you, you know, by the way, her hair is. <laughs> She puts her hair up. Oh yeah, when that's, she's Walker. That's true. I just mean she could swap at any moment, and it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Like when it starts raining, she's just like, "Up, oh, I'm awake now." Yeah. All right. Well, I am all in. I'm really excited to see where they go with this. I hope this isn't a tease. If they end up doing something stupid, like killing off Colleen or something crazy, where they take this back, they need to make go through with it. She needs to be the Iron Fist. She is the there's, Iron Fist in my mind. It, there's been a lot of focus on her sword here lately, and yeah. she hasn't pulled it out. What, uh, what if she puts the power into the sword? Mm, that could be cool. She then becomes the steel katana, not uh, the Iron Fist. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's possible. Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> C'est um, possible. All right, guys. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you want to support the cast, you can get early and ad-free access to all of our episodes over at patreon.com slash mcucast. We post them there as soon as we record and edit. So uh, the, those all of our episodes are for Iron Fist are already available over at the Patreon. So go check those out if you're interested. Uh, just any pledge gets you access to the, all the episodes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll be back very soon, probably tomorrow, with more episodes of Iron Fist. Peace. Until next time, true believers. (laughs) 